Well, hi guys, welcome to the Catering Success Podcast. I am Manveer Singh Anand, the Catering Success Evangelist and Event Hospitality Expert, founder and CEO of Night Gourmet Services and author of a best-selling book, Catering Your Way to Financial Independence. And I am on a mission to create 100,000 self-employed professionals in the food services industry. So guys, in today's episode, we cover something very important. Something which each and every entrepreneur needs to evaluate when they are starting out. Imagine what is there, what is it that's the core of your catering business. While I absolutely believe service is a very critical aspect of about your business, but even more important is how you manage your kitchen. And broadly, if you see the vanilla way, there are there is only one static way of you building your kitchen and trying to grow it from there. But today I'd I'd want to share with you something I've learned over the years, seeing a lot of caterers, a lot of different entrepreneurs within their specific niche, trying to build a mark for themselves through different models, leveraging potentials and opportunities in the market. And that is why in today's episode, we cover the different kitchen setups, which you can look up, look at while you are looking at starting your catering business because it is very important for you to understand that there is not a one set way to building a capability as a catering company you can always look at other options so let's dive in and let's look at the first model which is the owned kitchen model now what is an own own kitchen model own kitchen model is where you physically invest and build your own professional kitchen with all the equipment and staff on your payroll now you need to understand that this will be really critical on your journey as you embark as a professional caterer and and i personally feel that this is one of the most standardized it is capital intensive though but one of the most vanilla forms of building your catering business because if you have your own kitchen setup you build and embark upon your journey as a professional caterer and you build a lot of credible um, standing for yourself which i would say sets you apart from the market to a large extent however like i said this is the first model which is the most vanilla model which anyone would recommend you when you're starting your own catering business but today's session i wanted to share the two different models which i have been seeing over the years which is very which is where you can really leverage on the potential of other people the potential of your client's comfort and accordingly take it forward so the second model which i want to share with you is the live kitchen model wherein which you set up your live kitchen at the client's site in a temporary structure now you must be wondering come to think of it guys when do you think an individual hires a caterer a caterer is typically hired when he or she would be doing an event at a remote site probably a desert probably a wedding venue probably a a, a convention hall where there is a very high possibility that there would be no catering facilities i always say that caterers and event managers are the people who build castles in the air 
and that's why the live kitchen model is the second most vanilla aspect but something which a lot of new budding entrepreneurs don't really know about that this is the most healthy and profitable form of catering and food preparation where everything is made fresh in front of the client and you can set up your kitchen wherever you want this is the number one reason why i love the catering business because you don't really need to have a large setup per se but you can always go to that far fetched venue and set up your live kitchen and prepare everything fresh for the client so that he can experience the same quality of service food and the overall guest experience at the far reaches of a particular venue that is why you need to understand a uh, individual hires an outdoor caterer because whenever they look think about doing it at unconventional venues it is outdoor caterers like us who basically go out to an independent venue and we make the food there and then fresh in front of them to ensure that we have absolute control over quality no matter what's the skill of the catering there is an element of control of quality and quantity both in case of outdoor catering and that's why guys the live kitchen model is one of the best models of starting your catering business which is absolutely capital light you everything from pen to paper can be typically rented out from a third party you can just have your chefs on roll or on on demand basis and you can cater up to 500 people and above without having to worry about how the food would be prepared because everything you're making there at the site itself and you can also control the quality quality the taste everything which you want which you would want or which you think might be a concern to the client because once you're preparing it from the kitchen and getting it you know that you can't do much with the food but once it's being prepared live at site you have a much better control over the food so guys the second point is the live kitchen model which is which according to me is the best form of catering if you are able to do that now comes the third and the innovative part of this particular podcast where in which i share with you something called no kitchen model i'm serious guys i'm serious when i talk about the no kitchen model it is one of the most asset light models which i have been able to come across and i would say this is something i've come across recently itself but i definitely know a lot of people a lot of a lot of new budding entrepreneurs who are starting this and the no kitchen model is basically where you partner up with relevant restaurants and kitchen facilities to provide your prepared food products without you getting into the hassle of intending purchase preparation inventory management and you basically use someone else's resources to provide your menu to the customer by just controlling the taste part of it now when i say that i basically mean to say that what if you could partner up with a cloud kitchen right next door to you and tell them that you would be getting them orders because of, because you want to start a catering business and you don't want to build a build your own particular kitchen while well, i don't recommend that at the at the first day but then that's something you can absolutely explore 
Why I say that is because this is the most asset light and and capital non-intensive way of building your cloud kitchen business. Now you know to understand. I mentioned cloud kitchen, but it's specifically focused around the catering business part of it, right? Because if you partner up with these cloud kitchen businesses, they will genuinely find a lot of leverage to use that downtime to prepare food for catering. And like I said, as I was giving you the case that you can partner up with a cloud kitchen or a restaurant nearby, and you can just tell them that whenever you you start getting orders, you can pick up food from them. and you will be there to ensure that you deliver the taste which you want to deliver or probably you will have a chef who will be supervising the way the food is prepared now in that way you can really leverage the power of using someone else's resources to fulfill your client's requirement the only challenge i see in this is there are two three challenges broadly one is to do with you losing some sort of control with respect to being dependent on someone else second is that this should be explored specifically when you when you're talking about smaller caterings i'm talking to you about caterings which are 50 packs to 100 packs at the max why i say that is because sometimes the kind of cost advantage which a running setup can have in terms of smaller catering you can never have as part of being a, a you know a starter caterer typically because you have to procure everything from scratch so what i would recommend to you is that a no kitchen model is suited very much when you're just starting out and focusing on smaller gatherings because the moment the gathering size becomes 500 packs I would always recommend you to go for a live kitchen model because then you get the control over every aspect. However, no kitchen model is something which can really skyrocket the way you do your business and you can scale it up across multiple locations. So, I hope you understand the overall model of the no kitchen model. It is one of the most asset light and the fun way of scaling up. However, I always believe that you need to know the difference between four things when do you want to partner with people when do you want want to establish vendors and when do you want to typically outsource work and when do you want to hire staff to do it in in house if you can understand these four elements you will have a much stronger control over your particular business because it is very important to know where you stand what model works the best for you and like i said that these four parameters about hire you know make vendors partner up with a third party or outsource a certain element to a, to uh, to a to a third party all these are determined by four critical aspects four critical aspects are first that what is your investment capacity like do you want to invest into your own resources do you have that kind of capital size second what is your niche of business now if hypothetically you happen to be in corporate catering you need to have your own own particular kitchen you can't do without your own kitchen why because eventually your client would be coming down to see your kitchen facility because you'd be doing daily meal catering for them 
so your niche of business really matters now the same thing does not happen in the case of wedding catering or events catering because what they are concerned about is how do you deliver the event at the site so guys the first like i said was investment capacity second is your niche of business third is your risk appetite now why i say risk appetite is directly proportional to your investment capacity also because if you are risk averse and you're just trying trying the testing waters what is very critical for you to understand is that you need to actually test the waters by using someone else's resources in that case uh, if you are very risk averse no kitchen model works absolutely well for you it gives you that starting ground of understanding the service part of the business while you give the preparation and the food part of the business to a to an existing professional and like i always say catering is an arrangement business it is about putting all the blocks properly in a, in a, in a like a symphony like a synchronization if you can put it like that you will find a lot of leverage in the kind of catering you do and the last part which will really matter what model works for you is to know what is the level of control you need on the quantity and quality of food now when i say the level of control i basically mean to say that come to think of it guys if you want to open up a no kitchen model you need to understand that you can't control every element of the taste you have to somewhere depend on the kitchen partner however if you're in the live kitchen model you know that you can control everything you know even the quantity and the quality because you are putting in the ingredients in the food right and the third aspect which is the owned kitchen model the challenge in that is that you might be preparing the best quality of food but somewhere or the other because you have to cater at at far fetched locations it might be a possibility that you might fall short of the quantity per se so guys it's very important for you to understand four aspects like i said to to assess your investment capacity second to understand what niche of business are you getting into third your risk appetite fourth your level of control which you need over the quality and the quantity of food and only then figure out whether you want to go in for the for the own kitchen model you want to go ahead with a live kitchen model or you want to go ahead with a no kitchen model like i said everyone can find their fitment in all these three models i've tried to make it so simple that you will not face that the conventional problems a lot of caterers and a lot of wanna be uh, food entrepreneurs face when they're starting out their business which is just figuring out how to do this particular business but like i said you never learn by just knowing facts you learn when you start applying those facts so i hope this podcast give you absolute clarity over what are the different kitchen models you can explore when you're starting your own catering business and i will ensure that in the future i do a dedicated podcast mentioning the advantages and disadvantages of each format and if you have any questions like i said please do reach out to me on instagram 
linkedin i'm more than happy to probably uh, answer your queries because like i said guys you need to be independent and you need to do your business professionally but at the same time keeping the cost in mind so knowing the right kitchen models really helps you build a stable and sustainable business so i hope this was useful thank you for for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this podcast if you have any queries like i said please do reach out to me over instagram or linkedin and i'd be more than happy to give you a shout out answer your queries and i hope this uh, podcast was useful please do download and uh, read this podcast on apple podcast and i'll be more than happy uh, that if you have any queries please do reach out to me hope this was useful thank you so much